Welcome to the spiritguides.co.uk network radio. This week's guest is Elizabeth Francis, authoress of Gift from Spiritual Wealth to Financial Wealth. Elizabeth joins us again this week to discuss the fascinating concept of ebbing times. Elizabeth will be joining us monthly to share her views on psychic awareness, the awakening and on how current affairs fit into the bigger picture. This month's discussion is on the ebbing time, a period where dramatic changes happen which ties neatly into the period of change we're now in and connecting with the whole 2012 awakening idea. The ebbing time is complemented by flowing time and is continuous, like the waves of the sea. Life is never static, but it has a rhythm to it, and if we can identify with it, we can prepare ourselves. Some consider that we stay static during the process. However, Elizabeth feels it's far more complex than that. It is a concept that Elizabeth has worked on for many years, based on the ebb and flow of life, the yearly cycles, the cycles of the moon, and is also tied into the mini seven-year cycles and the 28-year major cycles of Saturn's return. Right, very warm welcome to the spiritguides.co.uk network radio. Uh, this week's guest is Elizabeth Francis, who joined us on our previous show, or one of our previous shows. Um, there's a topic on there about the ebbing time that was quite an interesting subject, really, that I wanted to explore further, really. So from what I know, is a period of time where dramatic changes happen. Um, and it's, I guess we're almost in a period like that now, or we're sort of treading through a period like that now. So I thought it'd be good to get Elizabeth back on for one of our many chats we hope to have in, you know, from now and, and into the future. So Elizabeth, um, can you tell us a bit more about the ebbing time? Yes, of course. Um, the ebbing time is part of nature, um, the ebb and flow of life. Um, we all know the ebbing time. Um, basically, if you just look at the sea, um, it ebbs and flows. And if you put that concept into um, the way that our body works, our lives, what happens around us, and um, then you take that concept and you put it into everyday life and the social structure and the environment within which we live. So we are all aware of the ebbing and flowing time of nature, i.e., you know, the, the height of the flowing time is summer and the height of the ebbing time is winter. Um, and obviously autumn and spring um, get it to the height of, of each uh, opposite. Now, with society, we have exactly the same thing. Good old Gordon Brown called it boom and bust. You know, he said, oh, we've, he, he's, his, his financial strategies um, had stopped that. Well, it's impossible to stop um, um, the, the ebbing time. It doesn't matter whether it's financial, whether it's health, um, whether it's a person's life. You, 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 you cannot avoid it. Um, you can work with it. And if you have an ebbing time in an um, an, uh, an ebbing time mindset in an ebbing time, then you can work through it in a very positive way. If you have a flowing mindset in a flowing time, then you can work through it in a very positive way. Um, but the 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 problems come when people have an ebbing time mindset in a flowing time or um, a, a flowing time mindset in the ebbing time, that's when things go pear-shaped. 
So if you look at the times within which we live at the moment, it is a very, a very, very significant ebbing time. Um, the last one was um, 19, as bad as this, was 1929, and, you know, the crash of the stock market. And it, it is, it is um, certainly on par with that, if not worse, because this ebbing time has a social shift attached to it. Um, which the powers that be never picked up on. They're still not picking up on it. I think that a few are, are starting to, to, to um, open their eyes a bit. But by denying the social shift that is attached to the majority of ebbing times, when an ebbing time um, is prevalent, it actually prolongs the ebbing time. So this ebbing time could go on until 2020, 21, 22 you know, it, it is it is um, a very very significant time. Now, the social shift when it's attached to an ebbing time, you can see that in the Arab Spring. Um, you can see it in the um, riots in London. You can see it in the Wall Street demonstrations. All of this has been brought on by the ebbing time, and that's exactly what the ebbing time is meant to do. It's meant to clear away. So that new ideas, new concepts can come through. And when those new ideas and concepts have come through and materialized and become a cohesive um, concept that can, is workable, that in itself creates the flowing time. Does all that make sense? Okay. So so difference between an urban time and a flowing time. So is the flowing time... The time that we the flowing time is success. success the flowing right. time is success. It is um, people building and building and building and achieving, and um, um, but nothing is sustainable. A, a, a continual growth is never sustainable. You have to have a period of non-growth. Okay. okay. Yeah. And and uh, uh, that's that's life. Um, uh, our, our lives are one, um, uh, you know, nobody lives forever, do they? No. So the ebbing time and the flowing time, you, you can apply it to everything, okay? It doesn't matter what it is, you can apply it. You can apply it to an hour, to a minute. And if, if you can understand that everything, everything there is ebbs and throws, like, it's like breathing, breathing in and breathing out. So the flowing time is equating to success, and an ebbing time is equating to that success um, reaching its zenith and then bursting. Right. So is okay. it that, so when it bursts, is that where you have an, op an opportunity for something different? Or Yes, absolutely. That's where the fallout comes. And that's when um, um, people start to lose everything that they've got. Um, in an ebbing time, we, we can lose everything that we've got. And success in an ebbing time is basically um, hanging on to what you've got. Um, success in, in an ebbing time is sustaining what you have. Uh, success in a flowing time is profit. Right. Excess. Yeah. Uh, so um, it, it is understanding that, no, that nothing is sustainable. It doesn't matter what it is. You, you, nothing can grow forever and ever and ever. It has to have a time where it dies 
and goes um, like like a like, like a flower. Um, you plant the seed and then it grows and then it blooms and then it dies, so it can the seeds can be replanted again. So you can when when the flower is in full bloom, that's the flowing time. When the flower dies, that's the ebbing time. But of course, the seeds are still are being produced in the ebbing time. So the ebbing time is a place where creativity occurs. It is a place where people are forced to reassess their thoughts. They're taken out of their safety zone. Um, and it's, it's, it's a time um, of, of hardship. And in hardship is when people either step up to the line or they don't. It's, it, it, is, it is a cruel time. It's a challenging time. And it, it's, it is exceedingly, exceedingly difficult. The, 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 the rates of suicide always go up in an ebbing time, and understandably so. So, so, how, do, so how defines the, the ebbing time? Because it's like you say, it's like cycles, isn't it? And there's, there seems to be lots of um, large cycles that people talk about with what the Mayans did with their, with their amazing astrological ca- calendar. And then there's obviously people talk about 20, 2012 and things like that. Is it a coincidence that this, this is all happening The ebbing now? time goes and the flowing time goes through all that. It's a part of all of that. Sure. It's a part of it. Okay? It isn't the same as um, the, the Mayan concept is a concept within itself. But within that concept, there'll be an ebbing and a flowing time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it 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 is it is a fundamental understanding um, that a, um, a cycle goes uh, begins in the place and ends in a place. Yeah. Yeah. And so something is complete. Something's been completed. So and then it's it goes through the next cycle. It's defined. But going through that is the ebbing and the flowing. So, so in, in that cycle, you've still got the ebbing and the flowing. So you've got the beginning and the end of something, but you've also got within that beginning and the end, the ebbing and the flowing of it. Sure. So, I mean, do you, as a, a psychic, is this something that you've intuitively picked up from a long, long time ago? Um, is it something that's becoming part of our I, consciousness? I think it's more I think it's more of a patterning. Mm. Um, A lot of people, whether they're psychic or not, identify patterns. Yeah. And um, those that identify patterns are able to relate easier to to seeing it, um, the the pattern being repeated, um, than somebody uh, who has another ability but actually doesn't see patterns. So it it is um, it it is an it, it is a natural event that occurs in every aspect of life, but it's slightly different to the seasons. The seasons are are cyclical. The ebbing and flowing just is like the wave, back and forth, back and forth. It's like a constant wave, yes, isn't it? It's constant. It's it never stops. Mm. It, 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 it is. It is. It is there all the time. So I wonder what defines this wave. Is it? Is it consciousness? Is it? Is it something else? 
Oh, this is to take us away from materialism. Mm. This Ebbing Time is here to take us away from materialism, um, to get us to understand that um, true wealth is personal wealth, is who we, uh, we self-wealth, who we think we are, what we've got within us, what we've got around us, um, the wealth of our friends, the wealth of um, health, if you like, um, get us to get a get us to understand that yes, materialism is an important part of of life. Of course, it is. Um, yeah. But guess, it, yeah. it, you, it, it's the same adage, isn't it? Money doesn't bring happiness. What brings happiness is self knowledge, self acceptance, self understanding. Yeah. If 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 if, if you're uh, if, if you can tolerate yourself, um, then you'll be able to tolerate others. If you love yourself, you can love others. Um, if you don't like yourself, you won't like others. It, 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 is, um, it is to get us to understand that, yes, all these marvellous things that we have, they may make our lives easier, but it doesn't bring happiness. Sure. Um, to, at a level, only, only spirituality can bring us happiness. So, I mean, a lot. Do you think a lot of people um, recognise this flow of energy that's happening now? Um, I mean, I guess certain people could use that energy for their own ends. So, you know, people who are more positive and loving, we're trying to push this energy towards a more loving, peaceful world, aren't they? You know, a lot of people are sort of waking up spiritually and, and stuff like that. Absolutely, and, they're being driven to. That's mm. what the Ebbing Time does. It drives people to their spirituality because they're desperate. Mm. Um, What triggers our our spirituality is hardship, a loss of a loved one, um, loss of a job, loss of health. And all this happens far more in an ebbing time than a flowing time. So literally people are being driven. Yeah. Um, to to into themselves to find to find the spirit within, and. As people are being driven to find their own spirituality, their higher selves, doesn't matter what you call it, the self-divine, they leave materialism. Yeah, because I think what I'm witnessing at the moment is that the money is is definitely collapsing. Oh, uh, yeah. But it seems to be that the the very rich, the super rich, are so hell-bent on keeping... The, their money that they're almost kind of they're like stealing it from the people underneath well, them it's, it's got pathological now hasn't yeah it? and i think i mean and and it's got to be it, I'm, I'm, i i have a great sense this is all part of the process because it's getting stupid um you know the um the the, the, the big business though it, it's big business has um has always been unpleasant. It's ruthless. That's what business is, and um, it seems that um, you've got two sorts of business: business people um, that do the best they can morally and ethically, and people who are the business people who don't. Um, but it, 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 from from what is happening, as far as the finances are concerned. Um, money is losing its value, so it doesn't matter how much you've got, 
you're being affected. Obviously, people that don't have anything haven't got anything to lose. Mm. And yeah, the the, the 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 very rich. It doesn't matter how how rich they are. If the stock market's plummeting, they're losing money. They're losing. If you haven't got any stocks, then you can't lose no. shares. You can't lose it, can you? No, but it's almost like as the the system is is collapsing, um, oh, a, yes. a lot of them are it taking. Yeah, but they're sort of taking advantage of some of those situations. But somebody and... is making an awful lot of money out of this. Mm. I have a great sense that this is orchestrated. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's being used as a way to take away sovereign, you know... Um... Well, pa- power of the people. I mean, we're, we're being enslaved by debt. Um, apparently, in this country, we all know 30,000. Well, I know damn well I don't. Yeah. But... The point is, the powers that be, and it won't be politicians, this will be big business, because mm. we all know politicians are the puppets of big business, um, have orchestrated so that they can enslave the people through debt. Yeah. But they have, they have not taken on board the social shift. So do you think that they're doing this, but do you think it's futile because of the... What's happening it's futile. It's, it, it, they're, they're, they're undermining themselves. Um, they, they did not give the, the general populace the intelligence that we have. They must think that we're stupid. You can only push the people so much before they revolt, and um, people are revolting, and that, that is, they've pushed us too, too far. Um, and I, I've, this is, it's, it's like there's a total disconnection um, between um, the, the people on the street and the people that have this ludicrous wealth. But there's somebody making an awful lot of money out, out of this. Yeah. Well, I think the people making the money is going to be the, the very big, powerful companies, probably Goldman Sachs, probably the big oil energy companies, um, you know, there are. It's the face. It's a super elite, isn't it? Really. The, well, it, 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 it's the as far as it's the Illuminati, isn't it? And yeah. and and the New World Order. And apparently, there are only seven people that actually rule the world. But do you think? And, but do you think that they have an agenda anyway to change the way we live? And whether we like it or not, they're going to get away with it. I think? I, I, I think they're going to try, but I, I, I honestly can't see how they can succeed. Um, they, I, I think that they have um, totally misjudged the human spirit, and this is this this is what is so important with this ebbing time. The more they try to um, enslave us, the more we're going to turn around and say, no, this isn't fair. Yeah. And it's, it's like eating. Um, it, 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 the, the, the society is, is rising from inside out, if you see what I mean. It's the people that are being trodden on, that are turning, and they're not going to take it. And as I say, you can see that in the Arab Spring, and you can see it in every walk of life. People have had enough. And that's all part of the ebbing time, and they've had enough of the, um, the mindset that occurs um, 
when this disconnection yeah. is created by obscene wealth, which is materialism at its at its very worst. So you know, it it, it is it, it took it's taken us a long time to get here from what after the war to now. Well, this started in two thousand and six. So really, from from the war until now, um, it's taken to to get to that state, that stage, and now it's just going to that this ebbing time of the social shift attached to it. it it's going to be the people that are going to change um, the, the the policies because this is um, we are living in a time where, quite honestly, the powers that be haven't got a clue what they're doing. They think they do, but they don't. Or maybe they don't know what they're doing and they're pretending they do. But these are, in, in a sense, unprecedented times because of the world trade. And there is no isolation anymore. So, I mean, the question I've got is, I mean, when people work psychically or um, use sort of divination tools like um, palmistry and things like that, yeah. it, it does seem that there must be, although there's free will, there does seem to be some kind of pattern etched into our being and why we're here. I mean, absolutely, when, I absolutely. Because I look at the palm and there seems to be things on there that show you your heart line, that yeah. shows the kind of emotions that you've had through your life. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. I mean, so, we've got all the tools on us in, in, your, in, in your palm, um, in, in, in the tools, the divination tools. We've got all the answers to everything that we need. Okay, and there are there are so many different patterns. You've got your Saturn's return every twenty eight years, approximately, and then the mini cycles of every seven years. There's pattern after pattern after pattern, and um, the part of the the ability of a psychic is to interpret those patterns and apply them. But the issue here is that nobody knows which timeline the information comes from, where the patterning is coming from, past, present, future, or parallel universe. And so therefore, if you get the wrong timeline and apply it, then obviously you're creating a learning curve. Um, so it is a very complex issue. And the only way that you can get a greater understanding is literally to go into your higher self or where, as far away from the human condition as you can possibly get and look at history, and look as far back as you can possibly get in the history books, and look at the human progress. And that's where you'll see the ebb and flow. That's where you'll see the patterns. And it's, put, it, put it fundamentally, we go two steps forward and one step back. Two steps forward is the flowing time, one step back is the ebbing time. But we do evolve. Mm. So do you think things will get better or, or worse for a time? Things will have to get oh, well. Things will get worse before they get better. Yeah. But in it, 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 you, you, things have to get better. In the same way, you have to have a flowing time to go with an ebbing time. You have to have an ebbing time to go with the flowing time. So yes, things are going to get better, but we'll, we'll we will be living in a very different society, and it will be a much better society and a fairer society. But it will be the people that make that so. But it will be very interesting what is going to develop because capitalism doesn't work, communism doesn't work, democracy doesn't work. Um, 
it does on paper. So, uh, you know, it, it, this is like what is going on here. It's like the, the coalition and it's like we have to learn to work together. And that, I sense, is what this ebbing time is getting us away from materialism by doing so. We, we are being forced to work together. I guess the, the, the complex part is that every human that comes here has a different type of signature. One could be more yeah. loving, one could be more practical, one could be more like an artist, one could be more uh, just very, you know, just oh, get their hands dirty. So, yeah. so when you've got all those different kinds of people playing different kind of roles, then you're, you're going to have that kind of polarity between different types some people want to be climb the top and be successful others want to be just you know just be left alone and sort of mix into the background yeah and i guess you're always going to have those that just want to tread over others to conquer and absolutely we've all got a personality type they're all essential they're all an integral part of the tapestry that's being woven um to understand um man's inhumanity to man and man's humanity to man Okay, this is this is the light being, isn't it? Learning to be human. It is not the human learning to be light being. But you need to understand that we have as many aspects to us as there are the number of people on the earth, which is now six, six uh, billion. How, how many? Sixty. Six. But the government school climbers will seven billion. Seven. Oh, it's seven, seven billion, isn't it? <laughs> so we have the ability within us to have 7 billion different aspects to us. So if we learn that we can access each one of those personality types as and when necessary, all right? So, yes, we can all love. Yes, we can all be ruthless. Yes, we can all be a hermit. Yes, we can all be outgoing. But we haven't yet learned that we can access this. Now, um... There is, um, um, uh, as, as the human spirit evolves, as the human spirit um, becomes more enlightened and we are becoming more enlightened, we have the ability to access all this, this 7 billion um, personality issues. Does that make sense? So within you, you could open up that personality trait that is lying dormant to deal with a certain situation and then put it back in its little cubbyhole again when it's not appropriate and then bring out another one. So supposing um, you, you needed to, um, to assert out of character or you think is out of character in the way that you assert. Obviously, you assert your way, but in, you, you find yourself in a given situation where you, you need something else to be able to get the best out of it. You can, act, you can go into your personality um, and you can crea- create um, the, the aspect within you to come out and deal with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So is that, is that something we can do now, or do you feel oh, that's we, something... Oh, we can do it now. We can, right. do, we, we can do that now. 
um, you, you, you just need to know that you can do it and then practice doing it. It does need to be controlled. Um, there is um, um, a mental illness, isn't there? Where, um, oh, multiple personalities. Multiple personality. Yeah. Now, that, in, obviously, that is a mental illness, but it is giving us an excellent example of how we've got all these different aspects within us because we're all part of the collective. So obviously we've all got everything within us and every personality within us. Everybody within is 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 within us, isn't it? So the that that mental illness is, um, shall we say, giving um, us the understanding that if if we're taught how to access these different personalities, we can use them. But if if you if you don't do it carefully, and if you if if, if you if if you it, it can make you ill if if you don't do it in a responsible way. So yeah. I suppose really it's rather like somebody getting into a car without a driving license mm. and um, thinking that they 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 can drive around Bruns Hatch. They can't. They mm. they may be a very good natural driver, but unless they've got the um, the tuition and the um, experience, they're going to crash. In exactly the same way with that ability to be able to access the different personalities within us and take them out and keep it all under control. Yeah. I mean, I've done something similar like that before, you know, when I've needed to be um, a certain way. I might look mm. on my dad or something and think, oh, you know, what would he do in this situation? Yeah. And then sort of take on that persona yeah. to deal with Absolutely. that situation. Yes. So, you know, the, the, I believe that the tarot has 16 personality types, um, and that's why it's such a powerful um, divination um, so if, it, tool. So if you, if you allocate all the different personality types to, to the tarot and understand each personality type and then apply it to the situation that you need, that's a very good way. So yes, you can use family and friends as examples, and then that's a very, the brilliant way of doing it. But then you can expand it as well, and yeah. it works. Yeah, I think you have to do it in a very natural way because I think if you force it um, and use it when you're not meant to, because um, yeah. I mean it's like when you grow up. Um, I mean this is a personal thing, but you know when you grow up, I found it sometimes difficult. I didn't know who I was until yeah. I got to maybe yeah. my mid twenties, and I kind of learn who I was as a person. I think a lot of people go through that when they get older. But Oh, yeah. So you try lots of different things. You know, you sort of see different people you admire and respect, and you sort of take a bit of that. Yeah. It doesn't always work. And then in the end, you kind of find who you are, and then you feel yeah. comfortable in your own skin. But so it's, you've got to be very careful with it. I think some people can go too far and yeah. take on somebody else's yeah. persona when it's not really who they are. And they yeah, look, they absolutely, look, hmm. absolutely, and that's why you have to be so careful doing it. So we have the ability to do it, but very few people can do it to the extent hmm. that we have the ability hmm. to do it. But I think everybody does it naturally uh, uh, um, without realising it. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I so, yeah. you, you know, but on the, 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 I think the whole of life is... The, per, the reason for, for life is to, un, to, to discover who we are in each lifetime. But then who we are in each lifetime, considering with all the sum totals of our past lives, um, has, to, has to be seen within 
that context. So who we are in this lifetime isn't the the total, the sum total of who we are. Yeah, it does seem to be a sort of pattern though that's um, manifesting, and I I do get the impression because I've, I've sort of read some material by. I suppose you could say elites or occultists yeah. who's got practice that kind of thing. Maybe they're Freemasons, mm. don't they? But they seem to wait for certain symbols or things to happen to do certain rituals. It's almost like they mm. know they're waiting for something to happen. And they sort of step into when the energy is just right to do things, yeah. to sort of push things a certain way. Yeah, so all absolutely. That, it's, it's almost like the universe is, is kind of mapped out a, a I don't know, a path, if you like, but people are able to kind of manipulate things to sort of push a certain way. If yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, it, the, well, the, 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 the universe is a living, breathing entity in its own right, for a start. We are all part of that universe, so we all live and breathe in that way. But the, the patterns are the ebbing and the flowing time. So the, the people that are able to identify these patterns they will strike in a flowing time if they wish to succeed. If they, if they try and manipulate the energies in an ebbing time, the, the, the energies just are not able to cope with that, so it cannot succeed. So it is literally waiting and being able to read the energies and know when to act. And, and you can see it. it once, you, once you start to see the ebbing time in something like the recessions, um, in, in, if you look at it like that, if you look at your own life and you can see the pattern in your own life of the difficult times and the easy times, um, you, you can see it in everything. Once you start to see it, that's when you can apply it to even cooking or knitting or writing a book you'll know when your energies are, it are, are high in, in the flowing time or low in the ebbing time. So when they're low, obviously it wouldn't be rise, wise to run a marathon. You run a marathon when you know your body is high. And that's all to do with the patterning, and that's how you manipulate the energies. You read them and you work with them. So if you're in your Saturn's return... All right, clearing the tables to start again. So every seven years, okay, you've got your mini cycles. If you know a mini cycle is coming up, how old are you now, Ian? I'll be 40 very soon. 40, right. So you're tied in between 35 and 42, and everybody goes into midlife crises at the age of 40 because that's when we become aware of our own mortality, and aging isn't easy. So that is a pattern in itself. So... You're Saturn, halfway through your Saturn second return starts at 41. So if you're aware that this, that you're coming into this time, then you say, right, things need to be cleared out. Things will start to rise for me to deal with. If I can deal with them rather than hiding away and, or shoving them under the carpet, if I, have the, if, if I have the courage to be able to deal with these issues, what I am doing is I'm raising them. They, know they won't become problems for me. I'm clearing them out of the way so I can start again with that benefit of doing that. But people who don't work with the Saturn's return, most people don't because they don't know it exists, and the ones that do think it's only every, every, every 28 years, I wish, but it's not. 
Um, then they, they're going with the ebb and flow of life. They're seeing that every seven years they've got an opportunity to allow things to come to the surface and, and clear it out. And that's tied in with the three cards in the tarot, the tower, um, the, um, the death card, and I can't remember what the other one is, but that's, it, it will make your life easier. But if you go into denial with the Saturn's return, then it doesn't go away. It's like, um, um, you know, when you carry something over in accounts, when you carry it over, it just builds up onto the next one. So you could actually have a, a mini Saturn's return, but because you haven't dealt with the previous mini Saturn's returns, you could give yourself a major Saturn's return, even though it's a mini one. So, so yeah. Is that again, it's patterns, you see. Yeah, because, I mean, the seven-year thing, I mean, I've always analysed the seven-year thing, and... I definitely changed quite dramatically yeah. as a person yeah. every seven years. It's like the, the things you learn, the experience that you have. Yeah. You think, crikey, I'm so far removed from the person I was seven years ago. Yeah. yeah, but then that's where, you know, give me the boy of seven and I'll give, give, me, give, give me a boy up to seven and I'll give you the man. That's where the Saturn's return comes from. You know, the seven-year rich is a Saturn's return. Seven years bad luck. All those mm. things are bringing your attention to your Saturn's return. Okay, and it's a pattern, and all of the all the planets are the patterns. The astrology is a pattern. Um, everywhere you look, ev- there, there are all these patterns, and if you can recognise them and work with them, then you add in the ebbing time and flowing time, like with the the wheel of fortune. The wheel goes up, the wheel goes down. So it's not that you expect neg- neg- negativity and challenge, not at all. It's that you know common sense demands that nothing can last forever. There is change. There is always change. That's life. And if you can know and and see when that change is coming and adapt with it, rather than going to Nile and say, no, I can still succeed, I can still succeed, even though everything around you is failing... Um, that that that's stupid. That isn't being positive thinking. That is not being a realist and recognizing you can't succeed as well in an ebbing time as you can in the flowing time. Do you mm. see what I mean? Yeah. It's using your intelligence. It's it, it's using your common sense and adapting and being flexible. And that is how you, that that's how human beings evolve. Or one of them, you know, obviously there's loads of different ways. I'm sounding rather dogmatic on all this, but, you know, <laughs> there's, there's loads of different ways of dealing with it. But the ebbing time and the flowing time, you'll see it, if you, once you learn to, to see it, you'll see it in everything. Okay. Okay. That's, that's brilliant. I think that's really, really, I think that's helped me out, and I'm sure it's um, enlightened our listeners as well. So... Thank you again, Elizabeth. Oh, that's a pleasure.